Welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And we're going to have fun today. We're still riding on the like hype heat here, trying to stick with stuff that's relevant and important to people. Uh, maybe not the most important to us, but hey, it might be the most important to somebody else out there. And maybe this will bring more people to the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about popular stuff so hey welcome go check out some of our other episodes they're really fun too and and you'll enjoy mm-hmm. them so uh today this theory is the best lichenologist that enid went to see from the netflix series wednesday and this comes from user smithsonian pictures oh wait smith smithson ian pictures smithson ian pictures there we go smithsonian <laughs> what if um everything that's on netflix is connected in a universe so like oh. wednesday is connected to knives out now there's way too much well then you would also have to connect it to like uh 1899 exactly right and the witcher yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um I'm sure that someone can do it. <laughs> Awful. Okay. So. Frankenstein's monsters, monster the- Frankenstein. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and that's, that's how. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> you both did it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're talking about Wednesday. More specifically, yes. Enid. As we saw in the first episode of Wednesday, Enid was a late bloomer as a werewolf. Her parents forced her to see specialists and tried to make her go to conversion therapy camp for werewolves. Well, mainly her mom. Anyway, she said that she went to see the best lichenologist and that she had to fly to Milwaukee. Would you believe it? The best lichenologist is absolutely in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, a rural town about 40 miles from Milwaukee near Lake Geneva. This town is notable for having the first and most common sightings of the Beast of Bray Road, a cryptid also known as the Wisconsin Werewolf. It is probably the Mm. most notable werewolf cryptid in America, so this is undoubtedly where Enid went. Source, my wife was born and raised in Elkhorn and has had to learn all about it because of people visiting the town to find this beast. I've been on the titular Bray Road many times, so when we heard Enid say that she had to fly to Milwaukee, we both knew what the show was insinuating, and we laughed our butts off. Despite this, we thought it was a pretty clever Easter egg for anyone who might know about some cryptids. Well, that's really fun! I really like this. I love cryptids. I love cryptids. I know you do. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Of You've course, been hunting for Bigfoot before. I have. I didn't find him, but um, he knows I'm out there, and I know he's out there. <laughs> and uh, whether we meet one he day or not, he knows you're out there. Yeah, you saw me hunting for him. Probably. So most likely, he knows it was imp- that I am important, or he knows that he's important to me because I hunted. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what do we think of what OP has to say here? I well, my specifically, I just love like if if this is the case, 
if they went to this trouble to put this little Easter egg in, I love that. And I love that it resonated. Like, if I was a writer and wrote that in, and it'd be the kind of Easter egg that I wouldn't want a ton of people to get, think how satisfying it would be for, like, the one or two people that knew exactly what I was talking about. Like, that would be so much fun. And so Mm -hmm. it's just... As a writer, it sounds like something fun to do, but also as a viewer, mm-hmm. like something like that would trigger this idea that maybe, even if this isn't what they had in mind when they are writing, the fact that it sparked this little fan theory and that is important to them because of their history and their personal, you know, past. I just love all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I think it's. I'm not, I think it is intentional. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I have to say, I'm not super knowledgeable about cryptid lore or werewolf lore uh, in America. Um, but, I mean, but you're a, um, a pro in Europe. And werewolf lore oh, yes, in Europe. everywhere else in the world, apparently. Um, That's what I thought. <laughs> just, I was, I was reading directly from the theory. Um, okay. I wouldn't know any of this stuff if they hadn't brought it up in the theory. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it sounds interesting. Uh, it's something that I would like to further look into. You want to go see. to Milwaukee? Sure, let's It take sounds a trip. like fun. Because, like, Spencer's yeah. been to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like neat it. little town, it. Mm-hmm. and it'd be cool to take a little jaunt out to this little town because, like, we go to a little area in Oklahoma that claims to be a a Bigfoot place, and just like uh, all the little stuff around town with Bigfoot and all the stuff, tchotchkes in the gift shops and stuff. It's all really cute and fun and everything. So I just think that'd be really neat to go to the werewolf place, and mm-hmm. what a random yeah. place to cite. It has to be because of this. <laughs> Beast of Bray Road and the Will, the Wisconsin Werewolf. It has to be because of that. Well, yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not arguing. But it doesn't have to be, because Elkhorn is not Milwaukee. It's close. Well, there's no airport probably in Elkhorn. You never know. Yeah. It I do have to say though, like town. when I've was first watching Wednesday I thought it would be so fun if this could be in the same universe if like Nevermore Academy was for these kinds of this the students that they serve because like Ilvermorny in America which is the the North American uh, equivalent to Hogwarts like, if mm-hmm. Ilvermorny wouldn't accept those kinds of students, and so that's why they went and made Nevermore. Uh, mm. I always expe- I kind of wanted this to be part of the wizarding world. I always wanted, I kind of imagined that, and I kind of yeah. really wished and hoped for Remus Lupin <laughs> to be the hmm. uh, lycanologist that she met with. That would be <laughs> I amazing. thought that would be so cool. Hmm. <laughs> yep. May I ask a question? That's, that's my new headcanon. okay what's up why did gomez go to that school i don't know what is his gift 
or what is his trait ability? I don't know. Being a good is... lover and a good swordsman. That is not. Um, so Morticia <laughs> is just because she can see flashes of the future. Is that why she can go there? Yeah, she's a medium, and I guess it would be the same thing for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the thing is like she didn't know that what was going on when she got accepted into the school or did they just school just be like, oh, of course, she's going to be accepted because she has the same gift as mom does, even if she doesn't know it. Yet. A, I think it's hereditary and B, she did say she was starting to have those before she came to Nevermore. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I know she did, but she didn't admit it or talk to her mom about it. So that's why I think she got that's in true. based yeah, she off hadn't of told her. Um, family. I think it okay. was kind of a yeah, familial a influence. Yeah. But Gomez has no business being there. Kind of. You're right. Mm, I don't Plot know. Hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I was really hoping it was going to be Remus Lupin that was her, mm. yeah. <laughs> her guy. Uh, but it I still mean, could be. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he it served is. some time well, in yeah. Milwaukee. <laughs> maybe that's how he I don't know anyway why don't we take a minute take a break think about how we want to rate this one because it, I don't we don't have any comments and it sounds like we've pretty much discussed it mm -hmm. so yeah when we come back we will rate our theories Alright, we're back, and before we rate this theory, we need Michael to tell us about the rating scale. The highest rating that we have is Genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is Plausible. It's a good theory, it's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is Preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Boom! Mic drop. Okay, so we did it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's the rating scale for all of our new listeners who came because of the hotness of Wednesday. Um, so, yes. let me hear it. What do you think about this theory? Ooh, I'll go. Okay. I'm going to say it's unlikely. And here's why. I don't think it's stupid. Um, I think it's clever, and I think this is a fun little connection that they make. But here's the problem. Who is the best lichenologist? We don't know. Okay, so that still we'll doesn't solve the two. mystery. It still doesn't solve the mystery. Um, <laughs> we don't know who it is. And so there, okay. we don't even know that there are lichenologists in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, or in, well, maybe there's just a lichenologist in Milwaukee. But just because Elkhorn, let's just say that, that um, she did go to Elkhorn because it is the Wisconsin werewolf and the beast of Bray Road, that, that thing's there. You might assume that there's somebody there that lives there that studies lycanthropy, mm -hmm. werewolves or whatever. But we don't know. I think to study lycanthropy, you would be a werewolf. Right? 
So we're saying that what is, I don't know what, a, tell me what a lichenologist is. Well, somebody who studies lycanthropy. And okay, so for Enid to be going to someone to help her with transforming into a werewolf, I would think that this person would need to be a werewolf. So we're saying that the Wisconsin uh -huh. werewolf is the lichenologist. Yeah, that's what I think. See, I don't know because in, in Harry Potter they learn about werewolves and they're not all werewolves. Remember when Snape teaches them about werewolves the day that uh, Lupin is out because he he was having issues? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know place. if you necessarily would have to be a werewolf to learn about werewolves and learn but this is like to help and, and all that. This is to specifically help a werewolf with her transitions, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you want a werewolf who can talk you through that, knows a lot about it, um, be able to teach you about that? Like that Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just I'm just saying that I don't think that you have to be a, a werewolf to be a lichenologist. But I I do agree that it would be but to better be the if you best. Were. Yes. To be the best, I think you would have to be. Uh, let me. Can I pause and uh, y'all go while I look something up? Okay. And I'll come back and confirm or deny what I said in a minute. All right. Well, I'll, I guess I can go. Um, I I agree that they never really say who the best lichenologist is, which is kind of dumb. Like they say, oh, it's the this person in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, but they never actually say who it is. And the whole point of the theory is to tell us who the best lichenologist is. Mm -hmm. So I, I do think, though, that they make a good point with the evidence that they presented in saying that it is somebody in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, um, because of that area. So... Combining all of that together, I think I'm going to give it a plausible. I just can't give it a genius because they don't give us a name. Okay. But I like I like where they're going with it. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm also going to give this a plausible. I see a lichenologist as being like kind of like a maybe a life coach, but for werewolves. Maybe a little bit like a therapist, mm -hmm. but then also a coach and usually in any kind of sport that you have a coach for they are somebody who used to participate in that sport so they have yeah. a very thorough inside out knowledge of the game therefore i would think the best lichenologist the best would have to have that very thorough inside out knowledge of being a werewolf meaning what it's like when you are the beast and what it's like when you are the person and living with that from day to day that would make them the best and uh that that she said she went to milwaukee and that this is a notable cryptid in america the most common uh, and the first werewolf quote-unquote werewolf cryptid sighting in america is in is the wisconsin werewolf in 
uh, or the Beast of Bray Road in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. I do agree with OP. They have to be in Elkhorn. I, I, it's got to be there. But mm -hmm. you're right. They never name who it is. Uh, so I don't know if there's a, like a notable werewolf hunter the way there are with like like that fisherman guy that Spencer used to watch all the time on. Oh, uh, Jeremy Wade. Was. Yeah, not yeah, like Animal Jeremy Planet. Wade going out yeah. hunting those crazy huge fish. Mm -hmm. I don't know that there is a notable werewolf hunter like him, but I think it would mm -hmm. have to be a Jeremy Wade equivalent, maybe, yeah. that lives in <laughs> Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to stick with my unlikely thing um, because it, let's just say that, that um, there is a werewolf there. Um, and what is, what's to say there's not more than one beast, What it's not the beasts of Bay Road. What if there's more than one werewolf, Wisconsin werewolf? Um, and what if there is, I don't know, it doesn't really impact the theory necessarily, but then there would, maybe she could see multiple like enologists and their first sighting of this. Well, who knows werewolf, that they all study lichenology. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I still don't know who the best one is. Um, yeah. And the okay. first, the first sighting, recorded sighting, was in 1936. So I mean, it could be an old werewolf, but um, you know, it'd be a pretty old werewolf. Um, so yeah, unlikely. I, I still like it, and I still like the connection they made, and it made it fun. This nice personal connection, but uh, just the way it's presented, I'm just gonna say unlikely at this point. Okay, so OP, sorry, you, it's on a technicality. We can't give you genius on this, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it would. I feel like it would be like if there was a student at Nevermore that was a devil and said, "I couldn't. I needed to learn more about being a devil, so my parents made me go to Jersey." We all understand that, right? <laughs> that they're going to see the Jersey <laughs> Devil. So, like, yeah. I feel like it's that kind of equation or the if, if there was a student there that's a banshee and mm -hmm. so they got sent out to the badlands because the badlands banshee is out there like well the difference is like I'm... with jersey with jersey devil like there's actually a person you could name uh that that myth is attributed to like there's one thing right so there like i said there could be multiple where i don't know Anyway, but I understand what you're saying. Okay. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's a good analogy, but it's not quite the same case for me. Well, I uh, mean, Bigfoot, we don't know that there's not more than one. Yeah, like, so, so if someone said, say I, that? I, I, like, if they were to say, oh, I'm going to go study with the best Bigfootologist in, um, you know, California, where the famous Patterson Gimlin footage was taken, like, I'd be like, okay, who, though? I think like the Patterson. I think they yeah I th <laughs> I think they should have reformatted their theory uh, the basic premise of the theory not necessarily that who the best lichenologist is but more so that like that's not what the theory is it's more that it's referencing this real world location I don't know how you would better package it um, where of, like, the best lichenologist is yeah yeah. Something like okay. that. Okay. I get it. Yeah, All right. So it's just, well, a, it's just that technicality, OP, if you could just retitle your theory, I mm, think we would feel better mm -hmm. about it. <laughs> and, and, and rework yes. it a little bit. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, I do agree. I think that it's fun that there's a real world connection there. But anyway. Mm -hmm. um, That's really neat. Since we are all kind of resolved, I do have a fun little uh, real world movie detail to bring to everyone's attention that I found on Reddit from The Pun Life. Uh, they pointed out that in Spider-Man No Way Home, New York is replacing the Statue of Liberty's torch with a shield. This is because everyone wants to forget the time Captain America was the human torch. <laughs> no. Yes. That's nice. I like it. That's funny. I don't Flame like on. it. <laughs> Chris, Evans, Chris Evans was the best representation we've gotten so far of the Human Torch, and he was perfectly cast for that role. I loved him as the Human Torch. According to Michael, is the only opinion. According to a lot of people. <laughs> well, until all right. Uh, well, some, before this gets else. ugly, this has been Fan Theory <laughs> Queries. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on future discussions of other fascinating fan theories. And join our Patreon. Ah, <laughs> He's gone. He didn't stop the recording. <laughs> oh, uh, no. I don't know how to stop it. There he is. At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and T-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 75 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout.